two guys. Is that really how you start your classes? I usually walk in and say, what's up, ding-dongs? Yes. How do you... Or ding... <laughs> sometimes, sometimes ding-a-lings as well. But ding-dongs is more fun. Welcome to two guys, everybody. Yay! Let's just get this out of the way. You can reach us at at two guys pod on Twitter or two guys pod at gmail.com. Patrick. I haven't looked at our email in at yeah, least no, we should check months. it. We should check it. Although we never got a lot of emails other than from Maddie and Rand. I talked to Rand on the phone the other day again. Weird. He might, uh, he might do some work for me. You might have had more like lifetime interaction with him than I have. Well, that's why we need to do more podcasts because it's the only way for your family members to know that you're alive. No, I feel like somebody would send a text or something if I died. No, but, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't even remember what the password for our email is, actually. Or uh, what did it, or the Twitter. I'll check it all later today and I'll send it to you. Okay, cool. That sounds good. It's Thanks pro- for doing all the work for me, honey. It's probably Saki Mikaki knowing us. Oh, uh, shit. What's new, man? <laughs> How's Korea? Well, now if it is that, we have to change it. That's so. true. We should bleep that out. We don't know how to bleep stuff out, so we probably won't. You should probably figure out how to bleep it. How's uh, how's Korea? How are your ding-dongs? Oh, the ding-dongs. They're pretty good. They're fine. Um, Korea's getting cold already. It's cold here. Man, you hate that it's, about Korea. I do. It makes me excited to go somewhere warm. Um, yeah, but it's getting chilly. Uh... People are shifting from uh, summer to fall very quickly. Um, it's already dark really early here now as well. Uh, yeah, man, it's 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 the seasons. They're they're they are a changing. How was summer in Korea? How was your first Korean summer? Uh, it's 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 a time, man. I mean, it gets hot, humid here. It's very reminiscent of a, uh, a Southern American summer, actually, in terms of climate. Uh, but it's a good time, dude. The, this is a country with lots of beautiful beaches, um, cool mountains. So, like, it's it's actually like a nice place to be in the summer. It's really it's a very it's a pretty place. Um, got out, did some sightseeing, some beach stuff, um, some good old fashioned city stuff. I don't know. It was summer. It have was you, fine. Have you gotten to travel like a decent amount around the country? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's pretty. I've been to every coast. Uh, I've done a few um, cool mountain hikes. Um, the one place I haven't been that you're kind of supposed to go when you're here is Jeju Island. But um, you know, I it's. I'm sure I can do that at some point as well. So do you- um, it's like a. It's like a island off the coast uh, in the south, kind of near Busan. It's supposed to be really pretty and nice. It's got like a big volcanic structure on it that I just never really made it down there. Maybe you should go ahead and announce to the podcast, in part because I'm curious, what your uh, your future plans are. Oh, who cares? Who wants to know about that? Your your one year mark in Korea is about a month from now, yeah? It's actually less than a month from now, yeah. I arrived here November 4th, 2017, and it's almost November 4th, 2018. That's crazy how time goes by. So, are you planning on staying in Korea for a second year? Uh, no, sir. I'm not. I, uh, I'm gonna be here, um... 
my contract ends November 26th and um, the Korean uh, law people tell me I have to vacate by the 4th um, and of December that is and uh, I will oblige them and leave their country Interesting. so because your contract ends you have to leave the country uh, well yeah so like the way it works is um, basically I mean if I re-signed a contract they would just renew my visa no big deal right um, but I'm not re-signing my contract I already told my company I'm not re-signing my contract uh, so basically if I don't get another job here then I have to um, I have like a month or something after the one year mark of entering the country but after that you either have to uh, go to immigration and tell them basically like to switch you to a travel visa or you have to leave the country and come back um, to like be on a different visa basically and if you basically if you stay and you don't like switch over your visa they just assume that you're going to be an illegal immigrant so if you try to leave they'll like penalize you at the airport or something like make you pay a fine something like that Mm. so where are you headed next well um, I have to stay in Korea until well I have a couple hockey games that are after my contract in December so um, so you have to stay (laughs) well I mean I don't have to you are under a huge contract obligation to your ball hockey team so I made a commitment to these guys okay and I was the second pick in the draft and you know I got a responsibility over here man like come on Uh, I'm not just gonna you know ball and bail um, like that so uh, basically what I have to do is um, after my contract is up I, I basically have like two weeks of hockey left so I'm gonna um, go somewhere else for like a few days so that I can switch my visa um, and travel to some warm place for a week and then I'll come back play another hockey game and then bounce for good and where are you bouncing to? Well, ain't, ain't it the darndest thing, Kyle? Um, it looks like uh, looks like I might uh, come uh, over to uh, uh, that 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 American country for like a permanent period of time. Uh, no, it looks like for a brief time. Hmm, that's sad. Yeah, but, I mean, also happy. It's very weird. I feel very weird about it. Why? I don't know. I just have this, like... I don't know. It's just weird. I mean, I'm happy. Like, I'm excited to come home, for sure. I'm pumped. I've already got tickets and everything. Um, And I'll be there for a few weeks, I think. Uh, But then I'm supposed to turn right around and go back to Vietnam. Hmm. So, Vietnam is the next permanent destination. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be as permanent, though. So, give me like a give me like your best guess of what your time frame looks like. Vietnam, when and then where? Well, so basically, um, I'm scheduled to arrive back in Hanoi um, like mid January, uh, and I could sign a year contract there. I've been offered one. But one thing I learned while I was traveling there a few weeks ago is that you really don't need to sign a contract to work in Vietnam. It's really easy to just freelance and travel. Um, like, you won't make as 
much money, but you also won't work as much, and you can kind of bounce around and substitute teach and sort of, you know, like, I guess, I guess see what works best for you rather than, I mean, to come to Korea, I basically blindly signed a one-year contract with, you know, who knows what company, and it worked out fine, but, like, I don't really have to do that over there. Because uh, it's much easier to find work, so I think I just won't, and then just sort of see what happens. Hmm. But you don't feel like you'll be there for a year. Uh, I think I easily could be. I mean, if I get there and it's great, and I want, and I, you know, I work for a few months and or a couple months or whatever, and I decide I want something more steady, then I probably would sign a contract. But uh, um, yeah, it's also entirely possible that I go and do a couple months and decide it's not for me and then, you know, figure something else out. Hmm. Odds that you end up permanently back in the States within the next year? Oh, I have no way of putting a number on that. Hmm. Very interesting, Patrick. I'm excited for your triumphant return. I look forward to showing you around all of the new things that exist in Durham. Trying, uh, trying to convince you to stay. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's a little bit one of my fears too is to go home and not want to come back. Yeah. But uh, no, if, if I already have it planned out like I do, then I I'm, I bet that I'll be bored by the time January rolls around and I'll be ready to hop back on a plane. So I'm just I'm just tired, man. Teaching takes a lot out of you. These little kids, these little monsters, man. They. They suck the life away from you. Teaching does take a lot out of you, especially for those teachers who, like, put together lesson plans and, like, don't call their children, like, dum-dums or whatever you call yours. Uh, I call them ding-dongs, and I do put together <laughs> lesson plans. Thank you. <laughs> I remember living with uh, Steve in Sotolongo when he was teaching, and it looked like the most exhausting job of all time. But everything I hear from you is that you, like break down Hurricanes game tape with your kids, not actually teach them. So it seems a little, seems a little that, different. Uh, first of all, I've only done that three or four times. And uh, <laughs> second, that is teaching them. It's maybe not what they like wanted to learn that day, but <laughs> it's still teaching. I mean, some of them are interested. Uh, I taught them how to fight, like NHL-style fighting. Um, I showed them videos, like uh, how it works, how you approach someone for a fight, where you grab, where you punch all that this does just doesn't feel like what you should be teaching young children hey until somebody stops me i'm gonna keep doing it oh boy you are having a negative effect on the children of society that's not good patrick i didn't tell them to fight i just said this is how we solve our problems in the big leagues (laughs) in ball hockey league uh, well, ball hockey, you just it's more name-calling than actual fighting. How's, yeah. how's uh, ball hockey going for you since you were the number two pick in the draft? Well, that's not exactly right. Second round pick. I oh, was the okay. number, what, you were 15 the, or 16? You were the number two pick for your team. Yes, yeah, it was my team's second choice. Um, but it's going, it's going pretty good. I got asked to play on an uh, international Korean team that's headed to Hong Kong in a tournament and my work won't let me take off for it so that's awesome feels great aren't you quitting um, aren't you quitting anyways yeah but if I if I 
leave and disobey them right at the end of my contract. That's just a great excuse for them to not give me my severance. So. Oh, I didn't know you were getting severance. Yeah, dude. Get a big severance and pension. Really? Yeah. For coming, working for a year and quitting, you get a severance and pension? Fulfilling uh, the duties of a year-long contract is not quitting. It's completing the agreement that we uh, made at the beginning of the year. That's why I don't see. I don't understand why you get severance. It's not like you're being fired. Because uh, they pay you. It's in your contract. They give you. It's like how they get people to come here and do this. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Um, well, you're officially making a lot more money than me. So congratulations. And that's been uh, true probably, for a long time now. It's probably not a lot more. I mean, well, it's, I mean, I'm currently making zero dollars, so it's a good amount more. Well, I'm not making any dollars either. I get paid in won, so. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't made a dollar since, uh, actually, it's not true, but I haven't had a salary since 2016. It's okay. When I see you over Christmas, I will give you a dollar. Thank you. I appreciate that. I yeah, would also yeah. like a wand as well. I'll bring you a wand. I would like one, one wand. Actually, I'll have to bring you a thousand wand that's because that's a dollar. Perfect. A thousand wand is one dollar. And the Vietnamese money is called dongs, so that's fun too. That is fun. Yeah, dongs. Much, <laughs> much like your student, dongs. Um, it's, uh, it's hurricaning again here, Patrick. Which, uh, actually, which one was it? Florence or Michael or this is Michael. Whatever. Uh, it makes me want to talk about two things. It makes me want to talk about the Hurricanes hockey team. It also makes me want to talk about your uh, recent fear about climate change. You pick one. Oh. We can talk about either one. One, well, one heavier than the other. Uh, let's start with the hockey because I also want to talk about that. Okay. I know you're scared about climate change. Are you sure? Well... I mean, since our team is also the Hurricanes, that's also a form of climate change, so... <laughs> Are you going to become vegetarian? No, what? Oh, okay. Well, that's how, you, that's how we need to solve climate change, right? Eat less beef and pork and eggs. I don't, I, I don't, I don't think that's right. That's 100% right. What do you mean it's not right? That's how we solve climate change? Well, that's where a lot of the carbon is coming from, farming. And, well, like livestock, not farming. So they the like number one suggestion was like more beans in your diet instead of uh, pork and beef and eggs. Oh yeah, that's right. I remember that. I remember that from uh, that Leonardo DiCaprio something or other documentary. Sure. Maddie would be really uh, proud of you if you became vegetarian. Maddie went vegan. Maddie went vegan. Oh man. I did meet a really, really cool girl while I was in Vietnam who was Australian and uh, like a personal trainer and just like really cool, really pretty. And uh, the one thing I didn't like about her is that she was vegan. Yeah. I have, yeah. I have yet to meet one that I like, including my sister. She's all right. She's fine, but like I yeah. wouldn't say I like her. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, now that she's vegan, I bet, uh, you know, that's for that. Maybe tips the scale the other way, but um, good uh, for you, Maddie. We can Taking talk, a stand. We can talk about the hockey team now if you want to. Yay, hockey! Have you uh, been able to watch any games? Uh, I have not. Um, I've been so they they air at 
I think 8 a.m. for me, and I've listened. I listened to a couple, but uh, it's pretty hard to find a feed that works. And oh, uh, I can send you some feeds that work if you need them. Well, I know I could get them. I just I don't know. I I usually try to go to the gym and listen, and um, that's all right. But it's also I just not I haven't been sleeping great, so um, I've been I slept through most of them. So I just watch the highlights. Hmm. I will say Reddit is super easy to find streams of games on. Yeah, I know I can do that. I just don't do it. That's fair. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. So what are your thoughts? Break it down for me. Uh, well, uh, color me surprised because I, I was obviously in the, in the doubter camp all summer. Which and, I will, uh, uh, let's be, I let's be fair. It's, it's four games in. Nobody's nobody's putting anybody's name on the cup yet. Agreed. Um, but uh, it's definitely been a nice start. We're usually a very slow starting team um, with a bunch of slow starting players, uh, and it seems like all the guys that are our big guys, like Aho Stall, um, they've gotten off to great starts, and a couple new guys who you know who knows what they were going to do, like Sveshnikov, uh, Warren Fogel, have been great. Um, popping goals in early. Uh, Furland, I think, looks good. He's big and faster than I thought and playing well with Ajo. Um, defense looks solid. I think Justin Falk looks like he's much happier not being the captain. Yeah. Um, and so does Jordan Stahl. And I think Justin Williams is doing a great job with that role. And it's nice to have one guy. Um, that was one of my main issues with our team last year. Is like two captain models is ridiculous. Um, yeah, I mean everything seems seems nice. I'm liking the I'm liking the uh, the team. I'm liking the look right now. Um, I still don't know how I feel about our third jerseys. I actually really liked them live. I thought they looked really good live. Um, but I I'm willing to wait a little longer before making a determination on those. I I mean you're right. It's four games in. Hard to judge a whole lot of things. But the just like the style and the atmosphere and like the like everything just feels different about them with with a new coach and a new owner and basically a new roster with new leadership like everything feels completely different everyone feel every, it seems like everyone knows their role this year more than they have in the past like it feels like we've got guys who understand that like their role is to score, their role is to penalty kill, or their role is to whatever. Whereas in the past, it felt like we were just trying to ha- kind of have it, like everybody do whatever they could to like be decent. Um, everyone just seems so much more comfortable this year. That I don't know if yeah. you saw that picture after the Vancouver game of their new little post-game celebration. Um, but the look, the look on all of their faces as they were like going to jump into the boards to me says a ton about just like how different everybody feels about this year relative to the past few years. Like it feels like the past few years they've been pressing. There's been so much pressure to like break out of the slump. And this year it feels like they're like, everybody's having fun. Everybody is enjoying the process. It just feels like there's been a real culture shift for the first time. It does seem like there's a lot more, uh, buy-in across the board yeah um yeah i've uh, noticed our social media team has also stepped up their game this year get a lot more um get a lot more highlight videos and just coverage on twitter and things like that which i've appreciated 
a lot more a lot more insider looks into the into the the world of the hurricanes. I know you absolutely hated Tom Dundon. Have you reversed your opinion on him at some point? Uh, no. The thing I've reversed my opinion on is Rod Brindamore. Interesting. See, this is the thing that is bothering me about like. Like, the traditional hockey media was all, like, anti-Tom Dundon because he was willing to, like, he had the audacity to, like, fire a GM who wasn't doing a good job and, like, change things around in a franchise that was awful. Like, he went out and did unconventional things, and now we're continuing to do unconventional things with a post-game celebration or with social media or with, like... does look very silly by the way it looks silly but it's fun it's like different it gives us like we we need to not try to be like like we're, we're never going to be the maple leafs like we need to be our own thing and like have our I, own have our own personality and i don't i don't been willing it. to do I, that i don't hate it i just like the second one went a lot better but the first one was just so awkward but it, but they the players loved it that's what matters like and the fan, like the fan response, has been great to things like using PD Pablo for the goal song and like having him at the game. Like that kind of stuff never happened under Carmanos and Francis. And like the fans have responded to it, the players have responded to it. I at some point you have to give Dundon some credit, and I'm fair with it. I, I, I'm okay accepting that it's too early to do that for you, but. I'm I am all on board. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I like to me that's not as big as having Rod. I think I think that's the thing that if I were to if I were to gamble on it, I would say that's the thing that's had a bigger impact on the players, which is what I care about. Yeah. See, I think all of it has a big impact on the players, but I think I'm a big believer that like atmosphere and like the culture of a organization is like the ultimate differentiator because at the end of the day like NFL, NBA, NHL, all these guys are pros. All these guys are really really good at what they do. Like the the margins are so slim other than like, you know, the difference between Crosby and the worst player in the league is a lot, but like on the whole, the margins are so slim. The thing that sets you apart is building a culture where guys buy in and they feel comfortable and they understand their role. Like that is a lot harder than finding a good hockey player. All the guys in the NHL are good hockey players. Yeah. I mean, you can probably, you can probably point to Vegas as a prime example of that. Like they, the reason they were successful in year one is because they immediately, they came out of the gate with like great team culture and yeah. atmosphere, like a place where players wanted to play. I get, I mean, you're right. I get that. I, I, I don't know. I'm more concerned about winning hockey games than I am about like whether Tom Dundon's you know entrepreneurial mind is the reason why we're doing it or not. That's fair. I, I mean, I think that's that might be a little short sighted, but I understand. I mean, if you want to win hockey games, then you have to understand what, how you win hockey games. You put the puck in the net, Kyle, <laughs> more times than the other team. All right. Well, I guess that's all there is to it in hockey. Simple, simple game. Caveman sports. That's that's, that's the one rule. <laughs> have you uh, have you had time to watch any other sports? Uh, I have not seen any other sport at all ever. 
since I've been here. There, that's the that's the main thing I'm missing about America. Like I, it was it. I I have not been homesick pretty much all year until this fall when we'd have a rainy Saturday and I would think, oh man, I just wish I could lay on my yeah. couch and watch college football. See, that's what I'm excited for. I'm gonna. One day when you're home, I'm and it's like a and it's a rainy day. I'm gonna plop you on a couch with a beer and put on a college football bowl game, and force you to watch it, and then just ask you how you're feeling every five minutes if you decide you want to stay or not. Oh man, uh, that's that's one. Although that'll be the end of football season. So um, honestly, man, I think I think one one reason that I that I'm not signing a contract is because I I'm gonna feel like I'm done after like six more months. Mm-hmm. So yeah. have you given any thought to uh, like a long-term perspective? Like, do you know what you want to do any more than you did when you left? No. Okay. Would you ever come back? To, would you ever teach in the States? No, I, I, I don't want to be a teacher. Okay. I, I teach out of necessity. I teach to travel. I don't do it because I like it. Hmm. I mean, it's fine. Like I do like it. It's a good job. I, I don't, I, I shouldn't paint it with such a negative brush. I mean, it's, it's really, it can be enjoyable. It's been, uh, definitely something that I feel like I've learned things, even though I don't know what they are. I mean, I must've acquired some new type of skill or perspective or added to my personality in some way I don't know whatever I'm not sure but um, it's definitely been the most important and formative year of my life so far but I just I, I don't know it's I can't no job I've ever had I've ever been like yeah this is the one like I don't know yeah I, I was curious because I, I felt like it's been a formative year for you so I was curious if that had led you to any like long-term interest or thought about what you might do if you if you come back or where else you might go or what it might look like. I don't know, man. I've, I'm not sure. I know. I don't know how I'm supposed to glean information from experiences like this. Well, I mean, do you ever like sit down and think about it? Uh, I've tried and usually I just get confused. That's fair. Like if I'm, this is weird and don't tell anybody this. Sorry, podcast. I guess I'm telling everybody. Uh, lots of the time when I like run or walk places in the city, I'm kind of like talking to myself under my breath, like coaching myself through the next month, two months, six months, whatever. And uh, it never goes anywhere. I mean, I, I never know. Every time I set a goal, it just it feels arbitrary by the next day, you know? Well, to some degree, they are. I mean, goals are arbitrary, right? Like it's setting, giving yourself something to work towards, because that's like what I mean. This is gonna get really like existential, like human purpose stuff. But like, what else do we have to like live for, right? That's like motivating to have goals and have aspirations and like be working towards something. Otherwise, you're just there. Like, what's the point? place was not that I wanted to be a teacher or even was super set on coming to Korea in particular I just figured if I 
I mean, if I wanted to change, I was unhappy like with my work and where my life was. And, and at a certain point, I was, I just said to myself, it doesn't matter what you pick. You just have to pick something you right. know, and just do it. And yeah. that's why I'm here. I mean, that's, that was the mentality I came here with. And that's probably the same mentality that's going to lead me to wind up wherever the hell else I wind up next. I just, I don't know. I, I can't, I can't get myself to think about it clearly enough to make my decision in an informed way. Well, I'm just kind of, wi- I'm just kind of winging it. But I think what you can take away from that is that like you can, like you set out, you set a goal for yourself of like, just do this thing for a year and now you've done it. So like what you can take away from that is that you're perfectly capable of doing that. Like I, I, I don't think there are a ton of people who know what they want, what they really want to do for Like, I think it's really special to really feel like, you know, what you want to do. I, I feel like that right now for the first time ever. And yeah. like, I've, I mean, way, I, I've had a bunch of different pretty, jobs. Like I was pretty impressed by that uh, podcast that you did offer with, uh, with Dylan there. That was hearing you talk about your work and your company and everything. That was pretty impressive. I was rather blown away by that, sir. Thanks, man. Everybody should listen to uh, Dylan Flynn's podcast. This it's called "This Is Water." Uh, I was just on episode twenty of this. I doesn't have any any voice cracks in that episode either. So I have episode. I have voice cracks in that episode and in this episode already. My voice cracks all the time. It's weird. Um, Reverse puberty, maybe. Yeah, but like uh, I mean, you know, I I went. I had three jobs after school. I went to business school. I graduated business school, still not really knowing what I wanted to do. Like, I don't think you're, I don't think it's abnormal in that sense. And I think you're right. You just have to kind of pick something, go with it, see what you learn from it, see what you like and what you don't like, and then pick the next thing. Yeah. Like, I don't think, I don't think you're doing anything wrong by doing that. I don't either. I'm not saying it's wrong. It's just a little exhausting sometimes. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, it's, you know, it'd be nice to, like, have a job or a task or a direction in life, you know, for once. Yeah, but I think there are a lot of people who sit down at a job every day and hate it. And that's never what I would want to do either. So instead of thinking about, like, the job that you want, think about, like, the thing, the activities that motivate you or the, the values that you care about or like, and then like see what makes sense with that instead of trying to think about it as like you need a career path. Oh yeah. I mean that I, that's yeah, that's something. I want to be a surf instructor. Great. Why? I don't know. Radical. Somebody at my work told me that I seem like I would be a surf instructor. And I said, yeah, maybe that'll be my next thing. Do you know how to surf? No, I'm afraid of sharks. That's going to be tough for you, buddy. Yeah, I think maybe not surf. Well, maybe like a freshwater surf instructor. Do it. Why not? Do they have freshwater sharks? Uh, they don't have freshwater sharks, but I also don't think they have freshwater surf instructors. So... <laughs> Well, there's I, a new market. You could, it's uh, You know what you should do? I'm, you I'm could ahead be, of the curve. 
You could be on. You could be the guy. You know how they have those like surf simulators on cruise ships. You could be that guy. Nobody wants to be that guy, Kyle. Oh well, never mind. All right. Apparently, cruise ships are just hell to work on. I've looked into it. Yeah, apparently they are. But I, I actually could see you working on a cruise ship. No, the my. Uh, <laughs> They require an unbelievable amount of patience with dumb, uh, dumb tourists, children, and customer service, and those are probably my three least favorite things. Can, aren't there like back office jobs on a cruise ship though, or like can you like go work on the on the like engine room? Uh, I mean, if if you're a mechanic, maybe. <laughs> I mean, you <laughs> certainly not. I'm certainly not. Also, it seems like that would kind of ruin the fun of being on a cruise ship. You know, just as much about cruise ship mechanics as you know about surfing. So you start somewhere. Actually, <laughs> that's true. But I feel like surfing is maybe a little easier to learn. That's, I guess maybe. I mean, you stand on a board and the wave does stuff. That's about it, right? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. How's your life? What's going on, bud? Uh, well, just moved into my new apartment. Woo! How is it? It's really nice. It's beautiful. Dope. Did I hear a train go by earlier? You did hear a train go by earlier. Uh-huh. I thought so. I uh, so, it's in that big new one, right? Yeah. The city center in, tower. In the big new one. Dope. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty good spot. I'm uh, pretty pleased with it. Um, and I'm going to, there's a, there's a WeWork in this building that's opening on Monday. Um, so I'm going to be, it's like a co-working, it's like a national co-working space. It's growing, growing pretty fast. Um, and this is their first location in Durham or in the triangle. Does Um, that mean you can just go in and work? Yeah. So there'll be like a couple hundred companies working there. Um, so that you can like have a community, even though I'm working by myself right now. Oh, so it's a fake office. Uh, I would say it's a real office. But I mean, it's not. It's like a. It's like a. I mean, I don't know how to say the words for the thing <laughs> I'm thinking. It's um, a co-working space. Yeah, sure. That awesome. <laughs> It sounds like something my mom would be into. Oh, good. Great. Yeah, I, I would bet money you'll see her there. Great. Although I think she might try to sell you a chair or an end table or whatever the hell she does now. I'm not sure. Does your mom sell chairs and end tables now? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she works at Crate and Barrel. Really? I think, yeah. I just bought a decanter from Crate and Barrel. I decant believe it. Nice. Good one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, uh, my life, would buy a decanter, you fucking pansy bitch. Anyway, my life is good. I'm, uh, yeah. I like my new apartment. I like my new company. I like my girlfriend. I, uh, I like the Canes roster. I'm pretty content in life. I don't know that I've ever had a conversation with your girlfriend. Uh, really? That's I'm not pretty true. sure we've just... I'm pretty sure we've just exchanged pleasantries at all times. <laughs> well, when you're here, you should have a conversation with her. That would be fun. I, I, mean, yeah. I, I live with her, so it shouldn't be that hard. Oh, yeah. How's that? 
How is it? Have you ever had a live-in girlfriend before? No, no right? not. Yeah, I don't. I can't imagine that. That must be. Do you have two? I mean, do you know to answer? Do you have two bedrooms or one? Why? Why would I not feel comfortable answering that? I don't know. I don't know if you do. <laughs> we have one bedroom. Ooh, uh, <laughs> that's why. Um, <laughs> cool. That's so adulty. Yeah, it is. It does feel pretty adulty. Man, so. I mean, yeah, that's like it. That's like it then, huh? <laughs> well, what do you mean? You know what I mean. This is uh, this is 2017, Patrick. 2018, whatever year. It's it is. actually 2018. You, yeah. uh, you, you don't. It's not necessarily it. Sorry, man. That I must have been tough to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to bring it up. She's. Great. I would love for this to be it. We're living together and it's going great and I expect it to continue going great. Who does the cooking? Uh, I do most of the cooking. Interesting. Who does the cleaning? Uh, she does most of the cleaning, I would say. Okay, so there's fair balance. Who's who got to decorate? Like, is this a boy apartment? Is it a girl apartment? Um, I know you have lots of sporty boy decoration stuff. Yeah, so we both the so we thought about moving into her old place. We decided to get a new place entirely so that we could kind of start from scratch together. Start um, fresh. So a lot of this stuff, trendy. like a lot of the furniture we bought, we bought together. A lot of it is. Like, a lot, a lot of my sporty stuff won't go up on the walls, but her, like, more feminine stuff we've gotten rid of. So, it's kind of a... It's a nice balance. Mm. So, wait. You haven't made any money in two years, and you went out and bought a bunch of new furniture to put in your nice downtown apartment? It's not that I haven't made any money. I haven't made... I haven't had a salary. Right. I've been working... financing this operation. Are, been, we, are we on the same... Are we on the same... Uh, we're both paying rent here? I've been working odd jobs. Yes, we're both paying rent. We're both splitting the rent. Man, so what kind of odd jobs? Uh, I mean, are you like... I'm bartending right livable, now. Are you, are, you make, are you making a livable wage on these odd jobs? Uh, I would argue slightly less than a livable wage, but I just started a company, and I'm hopeful that at some point I can make a livable wage off that company. How much time do you put in a week on your company that you just started? Uh, your hours. My hours are a lot. I work on it all the time. But that's what's nice about starting a company is that I'm the only person who works for that company. So if I want to take a break between 11 and noon to uh, record a podcast with you from Korea, I'm able to do that. But I, I mean, the difference between this and everything else I've ever done is that I genuinely enjoy doing this. So like, you know, last night at 10 o'clock, I was sitting at my kitchen table with Planet Earth on in the background, having a glass of wine and like write, writing out a sample program for my company. Like, it's like, it's it doesn't feel like work as much as everything I've ever done. Interesting. I have always thought that it would be incredibly liberating to just work for yourself. Yeah, it's really nice. It's, uh, it's, it's a ton of fun. I think that that's one thing that I have decided that I want to do eventually in whatever yeah. sort of career that I end up with is just not have to take any shit from anybody above me. 
I will say it's also really hard because I, I never anticipated all of the things that I have to deal with. Um, like trying to get the legal structure of the company ironed out and like file for trademarks and um, like keep track of all the accounting for taxes and like taking care of all that stuff is, is a lot of work when I'm doing it by myself. Um, Good thing you went to business school. Yeah. Isn't that why you go to start businesses? I guess. I mean, it seems like that should be no no big deal for for uh, a chap like you. Well, it's not like a big deal. Went, it just takes a lot of time. So like dude, I, I heard I heard I heard you went to Duke. Isn't their program like pretty good? I should be spending my time like selling my service, not and so but it's hard to do that. It's hard to devote the bulk of my time to that when I'm trying to take care of all these other things too. So it's hard, it's a hard, like, uh, it's a hard balance. Uh, if you teach me how to be an accountant, I'll do it for you. I, Hey, if you want to move back to the States and apply for a job at my company, I'll, I'll hire you. Do you have a job application written up? Uh, not yet. No, but I probably will have to hire people in the next, I don't know, eight months. Uh, what kind of positions do you, does your company have available? I mean, I'm, I'm an accomplished something or other with lots of marketable something skills. We should talk about this off pod, Patrick. <laughs> yeah, I'd hate to make everyone else jealous of my sweet new deal at this company that doesn't make any money yet. That's what I was talking to Rand about. I think he's gonna. I think Rand's gonna help me out with some stuff. Oh, I will shit all over his application. I mean, he's got he's got no experience compared to me. That guy, throw him out the door. All right, fair enough. Yeah, sorry, Rand. <laughs> this is a this is a this is a one man show over here. How can it be a one man show if you're gonna work with me? Well, I meant like over here, like right now. Oh, okay. You know, over. I, I'm in. I'm in my 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 uh, my apartment nice. by myself. Man, I have to move out in like four weeks. Yeah, you should get on that. Although knowing you, you probably have enough. You you probably only have stuff enough to like fit in one box uh i don't even have a box i yeah. just have my hiking pack my duffel bag and my backpack and actually i'm uh i'm i think i'm gonna trim down my my clothing <laughs> by by half again when i leave gotta downsize gotta downsize you have more than one bag in your life you gotta downsize. i actually legitimately really want to get it down to two i i think i can do it i think if i get rid of a few clothes that i brought over here and never wore um and maybe oh, I did this damn. I think I'm gonna not. I'm not gonna keep this stupid computer. I haven't even turned it on. I've had it for a month. What kind of computer is it? I don't know. It's black. Do you still use my uh, iPad? Uh, I haven't turned that on in eleven months. Wow. So yeah. what do you use? Just your phone? Uh, no. Well, the school. I this. I use my phone, but the school I work for gave me like a like a tab. Gotcha. It's like a Samsung tab, but I have to give it back when I leave. I was just curious Maybe I should. what you watch Kane's highlights on. I mean, you might as well take the laptop if they're giving it to you for free. Yeah, I, I hope it works. I mean, I guess it works. I haven't. I just literally haven't even plugged it in. I, I have no use for it. Worst case scenario, you could sell it and get a tablet or something that you would use. Yeah, I mean, I could just buy a tablet. They're not, they're, I mean, electronics are super cheap over here. It's not a big deal, but. Oh, well, we got to talk about what you're going to bring back for me. What's uh? What kind of oh, stuff? Can yeah. you, what kind of stuff can you get a deal on? Uh, I could bring you some kimchi. 
Kimchi would be good. I know that Sam wants some sort of like uh, facial masks. You can buy those. I mean, they're they're like five for a dollar, I think. So sure. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll take some electronics. Let me know what you got. Uh, I have a fold-out Bluetooth keyboard. I'm not sure I'm gonna have any use for that, but we can talk about it. Yeah, I don't know. I have a nice candle. A candle would be nice. Yeah, somebody gave it to me for Secret Santa, and I used it like twice. It's not very electronic, but that's okay. Well, fire, electricity, they're kind of cousins, you know? Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I don't know. What do you want? What's a good Korean souvenir? Oh, yeah, if you're uh, listening to this and you now know that I'm coming home for uh, for Christmas, uh, submit your souvenir request now. Um, also, if you love me, now's the time. Um, because... Who knows how long or if I'll ever be back again. So, uh, but yeah. Should I, do I, I need know. to like, do I need to like book time on your calendar or can I assume that I'm going to see you while you're here? Uh, I think you're probably pretty safe. Great. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I think I will have a car, so I should be able to get down there. No problem. Where are you going to be living? Huh? Where are you going to be staying? Um, I'm flying into New York, so uh, I'm going to stay with, like, uh, Ron and Mary Beth for a while. Ah, uh, and then you're going to take then, your car down? Yeah, I think so. Um, and then, I don't know, I'll find, I have people I can stay with in Durham, I'm sure. You can you can uh, crash my parents' guest house if you need to. Uh, noted. I don't, that would be cool. Um, I think, I'm sure I can figure something out that's less... Uh, uh, what's the word? Um, uh, imposing. Um, but thank you. Suit yourself. Um, all right. Anything else you want to share with our lovely listeners? Um, I don't know. Maybe write an email and tell me what you want to know. Or give me a call or something, guys. Yeah. And then call me after that. All right, don't call me. Just call Patrick. I'm fine with that. I can live with that. I want you to get phone calls. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, well, I'm going to go make some lunch, and you're probably going to go to bed so you can wake up and teach your ding-dongs in the morning. Actually, I'm off tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, well, never mind then. But you are still probably going to go to bed because it's late. I am going to go to bed. I'm going to wake up early and go hiking. Yay. Yay. All right, well, have fun on your hike. Have fun in your last uh, few weeks in Korea. Maybe we can do one more podcast before you leave the country. That'd be cool. Sweet. Later, man. Oh, man. Oh, actually. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Great. Good ending to the podcast. Nice job. All right. Say goodbye to our listeners. Bye, listeners.